Black Girl and Ohm creates space to breathe easy. We promote holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. Hey, y'all, it's Lauren Ash and Dion Ivory. And thanks for listening to the Black Girl and Ohm podcast. Another day. (laughs) Another day, another dollar. It's warm in Chicago, finally. I know. Praise the lamb. (laughs) Seriously. Because I've been waiting for the sun to come out and play. Yes. For those of you not in the Midwest, you you need to like pray every day and be very, very grateful because it's rough. We're very grateful for the sun, even just a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to share a few things before we get into the topic of today with y'all. Just some updates about Black Girl Gnome, things you should be, you know, um, kind of plugging into and keeping top of mind. One is our amazing theme all month long in Omar online publication, Spring Clean Within. What does this mean to you, Dion? I'm over here really like looking at this and thinking about it. <laughs> um, spring clean within. To me, it's just like declutter, you know, like letting go of a lot of unnecessary things or um, things that are draining or just heaviness, you know, just like st- Starting fresh. Yes. Starting fresh. And then especially with the summer coming around, all these great vibes, you know, you're just kind of welcoming new and great energy into your space. So that's what that means to me. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I like the attention that our editor Chelsea has given to it in being like an internal cleanse as well as an external cleanse. Right. So like everything from looking at our space, you know, our physical space right. around us and our homes, people that we spend time with to like what we put in our bodies and like um, what we put in our minds as well. Mm-hmm. And we actually just kicked off the theme and I um, really appreciated seeing um, one of our contributors, Leanne Lindsay. Mm-hmm. She shared a piece and you put a beautiful visual alongside it. Thank um, you. About unplugging to get connected, why a digital fast will help you spring clean within. I don't think it's possible for me to do a digital fast. <laughs> so much of the work that I do involves I know. social media, but I was like here. convicted when I read that. Mm. That's a strong conviction. Yep. So, yeah. So, y'all, just check out and pay attention to how we kind of touch on this theme in ways that hopefully will uplift you, affirm you, and make you kind of consider some new things you can um, implement into your self-care practices. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Also, some people think whatever. Like, we do travel a lot, so it's kind of confusing, but we're based in Chicago, and one of our um, recurring programs, which we definitely invite – you know, all of our community members to come to is self-care Sunday. It happens every second Sunday of the month. Soon we will be expanding our programming again and offering it more or doing like a midweek yoga and meditation offering. But it's every second Sunday of the month. Students get to come for 10 bucks. So just make sure that you're like paying attention to when we announce it. But it tends to fill up about a week in advance and it's um, 11 a.m. Sundays. Just imagine looking around the space and seeing black and brown women. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just it's really it's I mean, I'm smiling because like it's a really awesome beauty visual. It's a very beautiful <laughs> visual of mm-hmm. like all of this melanin filling this space yeah. of wellness and mindfulness. It's great. Yeah. So um, check it out at blackgirlnome.com. All right, so let's get into it today, shall we? Let's dive into it. Yes, ma'am. What are we talking about today? We are talking about, what are we talking about? (laughs) Five challenges (laughs) of being a creative entrepreneur. Yeah, I know, I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not just dwelling on the challenges. We are talking about 
how we overcome these challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, the creative entrepreneurship thing, like that phrase and that concept, I don't even think that you have to be a creative entrepreneur to get something out of this conversation. Right. I think that those are there are many of us who are entrepreneurial. There are those of us who are creative and how we approach life and how we approach maybe if it's a nine to five career. Mm-hmm. So I think that this conversation is good for anyone just looking to find ways to find more balance. Yes. Find ways to approach life with a different perspective. Um, and just, you know thrive yeah so i mean we hope that you know what we discuss is going to resonate with you all and you're able to take something away from this and you know implement it into your life and how you do things Mm -hmm. um so yeah and we'd love to uh take any suggestions on social media if we didn't answer anything or cover anything please let us know yep absolutely and um, I guess we'll just start with it. All right. Uh, one of the challenges that I have faced, and I know that you face it too, Dion, is working 24-7. I just told you this on the, the way here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. So shout out to my roommate, Luis. <laughs> he is fantastic. But he often points fingers at me for being a workaholic. Yeah. And it makes me feel some type of way. I've never actually admitted that to him. So now he's going to listen and hear this. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, last night, yesterday in general, I had a wave of productivity and focus. Some days I don't feel productive and right. I don't feel focused. So I took advantage of that. You know what I mean? I got up early. I worked pretty much all day. I did have a little break and went to the gym and I ate some good food, but I did pretty much work the majority of the day until night. This morning he gets up, he sees me on the couch at 730 as he's getting ready to go to work. Oh he, he works at nine to five and he was just like, oh my God, I feel like I went to bed and I saw you there and I got up and I saw you there. <laughs> and I was like, yep. Because I was feeling kind of like, again, I felt some type of way when mm-hmm. he said this, right? So I've reflected a lot on this idea of like being a workaholic as an, as an entrepreneur. And I yeah. think there are some people who are like, that's a natural part of being an entrepreneur. When you're building something or when you're building multiple things, like you almost feel like you have to be working all the time. Like yeah, you have to. There's because there's something you could always be doing for your brand. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And just from <sighs> like a financial aspect, which we're talking about a little later too, like mm-hmm. you literally are depending on yourself to pay the bills. You <laughs> yeah. also have to like make sure that you're advancing everything that you're doing Absolutely. and developing everything because you just never know. Absolutely. So this has been definitely something that I have continued to kind of not struggle with, but like this think about and try and implement and so some of the things that I put into practice that help me mm-hmm. not work all the time um, is um, identifying systems of productivity that work for me <laughs> you okay <Yeah. laughs> so I thought I was gonna burp so oh. <laughs> basically um, you know I use a few different things like number one I really like a method that my leak teal actually has shared in her podcast um, and I mean I really just like her podcast in general so if you're Same listening here. and you haven't binged on my leak teals podcast mm-hmm. go get your life but um, she shares a method where she basically writes out Um, things that she wants to do um, or things that are priority for the day. And she uses a different, like a color coding system that basically allow her to know Uh, what's priority, mm -hmm. what has been pushed from the previous day. So that's real priority. Um, What um, needs to be, touched and basically she actually argues that you should touch everything on the list so don't leave anything that you write on your to-do list 
untouched. Um, and she offers a few other tidbits. Again, go find um, that episode and I'll share it in the episode notes on our website so you all can get that. But basically, I really, I, I tried to like go completely electronic with my productivity platforms, you know, like Trello and Slack and all that stuff. But I find that there's still something powerful about writing things down. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it every day, but whenever I do, I find that I'm actually a lot more productive and that psychologically something happens for me too where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to get this done. You know that that action of like scratching something Checking off? stuff off. Exactly. Yep. yep. So that really helps me. Um, like I said, I love Trello. I love Slack. For anyone who works with teams, get your life and check those out. <laughs> they are not a sponsor of this episode. I'm just telling you <laughs> that I like these. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would also say prioritizing self-care as much as you would a meeting or a call or a project. So for me, like I said, like yesterday, I had a crazy long day. I was productive. I felt good about it. But at the same time, I still find time, found time to go to the gym. I went with my friend Alexandria, which was nice because I also got a little social, you know, human interaction with a friend as well. So I think that, you know, as long as you're at least finding ways to still release and expand and like you know, show your body and your mind some self some self care mm-hmm. in the midst of you know working a lot. No, Find absolutely. That balance. That's um, okay. Something else too um, is segmenting your days. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Lauren and I have multiple businesses that we're running my lord it's crazy (laughs) um and so something that we find to be very effective is like segmenting our days like mondays you focus on this brand tuesdays you focus on another brand wednesday you do the same friday thursday i totally skipped thursday thursday um you focus on you know another project and man when i switched to that that system of productivity i i realized i have gotten so many things done because um I'm not running around like a crazy lady just oh my god do this you know I gotta do that just oh it's just so chaotic um and so Lauren and I we have brands together and so we've been able to um what do we call it what do you call it Mm co-work on the same days so that increases productivity as well so I really really enjoyed doing that like last night I worked from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. and you know I have a husband and I was like (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) but I was like I absolutely have to get these things done and I'm like oh I doing this every day it's just you just feel so drained your brain is out of whack like Mm -hmm. Lauren was texting me stuff today I was totally not (laughs) responsive I don't know what was going on but it's not good for you to work that way you know so um, I mean of course we're still finding ways um, to improve our time management and and how we get things done but for now these things have definitely um, improved the way that the ways that we work so and I think the thing about segmenting your days that helps you not work all the time is because you know all right this is my day to do this this is my day to 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 do this yeah this is my day to rest yeah i think it's important to scheduling rest when you segment your day you have to like (laughs) plan in the time Mm -hmm. to you know chill out so yeah i think that's great yeah planning ahead is the key to life um so number two i would say um i'm a creative entrepreneur so all of my work involves all of my creative creativeness. Um, so I um, would say staying true to your vision and resisting the urge to adopt someone else's style or aesthetic. So 
there are a lot of illustrators. There are a lot of photographers. There are a lot of writers. There's a lot of everybody's. <laughs> and, um, you know, sometimes you can feel pressured to um, look like someone else, um, you know, and adopt someone's way of doing something because it seems like they're more successful than you are. But you have to realize that, Sometimes people have been in the game longer, you know, and so they've built their following over 10 years, you know, and you just started two years ago. You can't compare yourself to them. Um, and also you have to realize that there is value in variety, you know, like there are people who love minimalism and there are people who don't. There are people who like people who express themselves with lots of colors and dramatic detailing and all that stuff, you know, but you have to figure out what works for you and find something that's not necessarily um common in the market you know so that people can reach out to you when they want something different but if you're providing the same services to somebody else it's like your chances of uh being successful or getting work is very not it's, it's slim to none you know um and also realizing that there's value in what you have to offer the world like the thing that makes each of us special is that you're doing it. I'm not doing it. You're doing it, you know? And so our life experiences, our perspectives, the things that we've gone through in life, our narratives, our testimonies, all of those things contribute to this uniqueness that we bring into the world. So I think you should always remember that, you know? And I say this all the time, trust the vision that God gave you. Like yes. that is going to take you places that imitation cannot, you know? So stay faithful, stay true, um, hone your craft, you know, um, don't be afraid to explore your capabilities, um, but just stay true to who you are because in the end, that's, that's what really matters. And then you love, realize that you're happy with yourself when you stay true. I love everything you just said. And I think it connects to that event that we recently both spoke at with Renee. Yes. Super sweet. She came to Chicago and invited us to speak on her panel about um, basically creative entrepreneurship yep. and women empowerment. Mm -hmm. um, and we were asked some questions about our journeys. And I think at the end, when a lot of women came up to us, we both like were emphasizing again and again, and again, like we have been on this journey for a relatively short amount of time, two right. to three years. You know exactly. what I mean? Like when I came to Chicago, I knew like three people and they were all transplants. You know what I mean? They were yeah. all brand new to Chicago. It took me a year before I discovered that I wanted to do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And then it has only been about two and a half, three years since then. So I think what you're saying about honing in and finding your finding your special gift yes. and honing that, as long as you work diligently on that and continue to remain true to like your original reason for beginning, things are going to grow, you know? Yes, they will. Um, and I think sometimes like you look at someone, I mean, I do this. I look at people who I'm just like, you know what? There's so much farther ahead than me. Or like, I assume like, oh, this person's making right. this much money. Right. All this stuff that doesn't matter because that's their life. I have my life. I need to just, you know, that whole thing of like stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. I feel like it sometimes like sounds bad, but like in a no, good way, yeah, like, stay absolutely. in your lane, like yeah. stay like committed to the lane that you yourself have been like working mm -hmm. on since the beginning. So I have a question for you. Like, how have you found, just because I think some of our listeners might be curious, like how have you found this ability to just stay so focused on your particular aesthetic, on your particular um, like purpose for doing this without getting distracted? That is a great question. Um, I would say, for one, like, I I stay true to my convictions. Mm -hmm. And my relationship with the Lord is literally, like, the, the center and the root of everything for yeah. me. Um, like, 
I just don't feel good if I know that what I'm doing isn't coming from a genuine place. I just, it makes my skin crawl. I cringe. It just yeah. makes me very uncomfortable. So I literally just cannot do that. I physically just cannot do it. So you um, say no sometimes then to things. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. There have been, I, I used to write for this um, this paper uh, in college and I quit my job because I was like, this my integrity is on the line here and it just doesn't make me comfortable. And yes, this is bringing in money, but I just am not at peace with this Mm -hmm. and I don't want to live a miserable life. You know, I want to be something that I'm extremely passionate about, something that I love, something that I advocate for and like concerning, like staying focused with my particular aesthetic. I think that I've seen how impactful it's been on the black community. And then I'm not going to lie, like people affirming me and saying, Dion, thank you for doing this. I'm like, why would I abandon this? You know, I'm seeing how it's affecting you. That's (laughs) stupid of me to just, oh, let me go look like someone else. Because yada, yada. Like, no, I know the impact. And it's just like God told me from the very beginning, like, Dion, I gave you this. Carry this mug out. I was like, I'm going to do it, bro. I carried it out. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And now I'm seeing the fruit of authenticity. I'm seeing the fruit of me staying in my lane, you know? So I love that. I love that. And I think like, like I remember early on, it wasn't an overwhelming amount of people, but there were some people who were like, oh, don't you think like the name Black Girl in Ohm is going to like scare some people off? And I'm like, no, because I'm a black girl. Thank and I'm you. trying to be up in Ohm. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's up in you know, Ohm. Like, no, no. Yeah. And anyone who is not with that can go somewhere else Absolutely. and work with somebody else. There's plenty of people to work with. Yes, it is. Um, And so it's about like when you really realize who you are, what your values speak are. Speak on it, speak on and it. And like your particular way of expressing those things, like that's not an accident. That's not an accident. No, it's not. It's divine. Yeah. Like that was planted. Mm-hmm. When God created you, he put that little bug in your ear. Like <laughs> yes. seriously, you know, yes. like Beyonce, I always use her or Solange. I'm like, bro, yes, just do what you call to do regardless of what other people have to say. Yeah. Just do it. And yeah. then and then now you see like Beyonce is taking over the world. Solange is out here <laughs> creating this beautiful music and these yeah. beautiful experiences. And I think for we black take folk. them for granted because they're so big now, but there was a start for there both was of a, them. Exactly. There was exactly and a what did they do? Both of them. They yes. stay committed. Yeah. And uh, for those of you listening who have told us in the past that you want oh, that yes. Solange and Beyonce episode, it's coming. We it is to, coming. We have to make sure that this happens. is our second time touching on them. Um, but yeah, like staying committed, staying true, being consistent, like yes, it's all worth it, man. Ooh, so we went in on number we did. two. <laughs> Shout out to our episode sponsor, Band Two. They help you discover local stylists for kinky, coily, and curly hair. Y'all, if I had heard about Bantu when I first moved to Chicago about four years ago, I would have been looking real cute. I absolutely have to agree with Lauren. This is such an amazing app and it's really convenient for those of you who are shopping around constantly for hairstylists. This app is great. It helps you find people who can braid, twist, weave, or style your relaxed or natural hair. It gives you basically a Rolodex where you can find local hairdressers, see their prices, and get hooked up looking fly. So get hooked up and get this app follow them at bantu app so um a third challenge of being i love this entrepreneur a creative entrepreneur Woo, we're getting excited i'm hot in here y'all I'm sweating. <laughs> Uh, the third challenge is staying present while at the same time seeing your greater vision. Beautiful. Y'all, if I could tell you 
every day <laughs> I have ideas and I'm like, ooh, and then I'm like, okay, no, I got to focus on right what's happening right now yeah, and be grateful for what's happening right now. Yeah. That's another thing. Like looking ahead is great. You know, if you're blessed with ideas, if you're blessed with visions, that's wonderful. Write them down. Make sure you're writing them down. But you also have to be like, you know what, where I'm at right now, if nothing were to change, I would be 1000% okay. Mm. Um, So really just like enjoying the journey, um, trying to manage or like keep your anxiety about like this or that happening or not happening. Um, low, you know. You know what this reminds me of when we had the workshop um, in Atlanta, and we were talking about um, celebrating. Um, oh yes, celebrating our, our highs wins. when they come instead yes. of just like, oh, cool, yeah, then move on to the next thing. It's yep. like, no, that's a part of staying in the moment. Like, so really challenging. Yes, though. absorbing that. You know, like mm-hmm. when you are an entrepreneur, yes, you're gonna have wins, yes, you're gonna have lows, um, but you need to not take those things for granted. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's very hard. Like I literally remember when we were doing our shoot for Lifestyle with Ivory Nash for mm-hmm. upcoming feature in Crown. Remember, like we were like in the middle of the shoot having a great great time and then i looked at my phone and i saw that tweet from nylon right that was like featuring us we were like yay but then we had to go back to like <laughs> the work which was fun work but like it was still work right and then like kind of like had to suppress that moment yes. that celebration i feel like we do that a lot every day like yep. great things happen yep. because we're working great things happen because people are acknowledging the work but sometimes it's like okay well then you got to get back to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so it's hard like how do you i mean we can both talk about this like how do you try to celebrate those wins and how do you try to remain in the in the present as much as possible you know what one thing i'll say this uh, uh, for this is that being around people who often remind you how blessed you are like that's convicting you'd be like lauren you'd be like girl you better uh you better do that since that and the third (laughs) and i'd be like dang you're right like let me turn up like this is a great moment you know so it's like community is so important because sometimes you're blind or sometimes you just i don't know what you're doing you just yeah, left. Yep. But you have people over here in your ear, always reminding you, you are really blessed. Ugh, like, so don't take real. that for granted. That's real. I mean, I remember this past fall, the whole like, because I was going through it, and I remember like, I remember two separate occasions. I was out at like two of my events, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh, congrats with everything, Lauren." And I literally was in a place where I was just like, "Oh, thanks. Why? Like, what? You know?" And they would like say the things that they like noticed that I was doing mm-hmm. or things that I was like activating. And I was like, oh, dang, like it takes sometimes other people to be yes. because you're so much in the work sometimes. Absolutely. That you don't like stop to pause to reflect on your growth. Mm-hmm. I think journaling is also really great. Yes, um, that is a good a good I'm one. I'm like an inconsistent journaler. Like there will be literally a week where I'll journal like three times out of the week. And then there will be like two weeks where I won't journal at all. Yeah. Every time I do, though, it really allows me to like sit down and be like, Wow. These are some pretty great things that are happening, not just with my work, but also like some of my personal development and my personal realizations, too. I think both are important as a creative entrepreneur, like Mm -hmm. not focusing too much on the work, but also recognizing your growth as a human being. Yes. Yeah, totally agree. About being an entrepreneur, like you're able to kind of grow on your own terms. Mm -hmm. Um, So something else, too, um, is like giving praise, like. Sometimes when you're not celebrating or whatever, it's really, uh, it's really you're not being, really you're not showing gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I can't think of the the times where I'm like, oh, this is good. And it's just like, damn, why are you not thinking, thanking God for this? You yeah. know, that's a form of celebration. Mm-hmm. Why are you not thanking him? You know, letting him know like, Lord, I see that you blessing me with all this goodness and stuff like that. Yeah. Ooh, that's convicting me right now. I'm over here. Yep. I just want to sing praises <laughs> right now. <Yeah. laughs> for real. We'll be back after this <laughs> praise session. <laughs> right? No, but you're you're absolutely right. And same goes with giving gratitude and, and thanks to other people around you too. Yes. Like, that can oftentimes, I mean, that's one of our lifestyle with Ivory Nash. I Montrezl. know, I like, know. A spirit of gratitude activates a s- spirit. No, what is it? A spirit of gratitude acti- activates, activates energy, energy for my blessings to begin. That's yep. what it was. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, that is just so true you so know, powerful if you tell someone thank you or gratitude and it's coming from an authentic place yes like that's the key then it can lead to I, I, more yes it things. opens the door people are like oh my god i love you love your energy like i have this for you yeah you know what i'm saying i would like to do this for you I, I, yeah. yeah it's just great yeah just fantastic i love it Ooh, all right Ooh, all going right going in going in going in <laughs> all right <laughs> um number four um this is a struggle of mine saying yes to everything and not really evaluating what you are capable of handling at the moment that was a heavy sigh um i try to be wonder woman try to be superwoman try to be them all i um Man, there are so many great opportunities that just come running at you all at the same time. And you're like, how can I say no to any of this? And then when you try to accomplish them all, you you know, you realize that you can't. Um, and this took me like years. This this has taken me years to um, overcome because. Because I'm an entrepreneur, I'm like, I don't know what my, when my next check is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have to do this because this is money coming in. And I don't know if I'm going to have money coming in the next week. You know, yep. so you just kind of feel obligated to say yes. Um, but I realize that that's me operating out of a place of fear and not out of faith. Absolutely. You know, um, and it's like, girl, God is your provider. He going to provide for you, boo. Like, you don't have to run raggedy to try to provide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> raggedy raggedy no need seriously i've seen people do like oh i gotta do this you know yep. and it's just like you are just being a workaholic for no reason like because you're putting you're putting your faith in the wrong places you know so um how have you um overcome this uh, what have you put in place i i have an idea i have an example of what i've put in place um i've decided what i will say yes to so sometimes when people come at you and they're like oh this opportunity it might be great but it might not be aligned with what I'm actually interested in doing this year. That's real. You know what I mean? Like when I launched my website last year, I remember chatting with um, James who did my website for me. And he was like, you should let people know. You should set people's expectations on your email page. Like let them know why they should be reaching out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's real. Because then you kind of, you know, you have to, well, first of all, it made me think like, what do I want to do? Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, what am I interested in exploring? And then communicating that with the world, you know? Mm. Um, because then, I mean, if you're popping, people are going to ask you for all kinds Girl, that, of things. And that is so true. That is so you true. Know? Something else I'd say, um, here recently within the past three months, I've been comfortable with like naming my worth, which is, which kind of goes into the next topic we're going to talk about which is money um but i realized like dion if you weren't being so cheap <laughs> you wouldn't feel like <laughs> like <laughs> sorry say a word <laughs> um 
if you weren't being so cheap, like with your prices, like you wouldn't feel the need to take on a thousand projects just to provide for yourself. You know, like you need to come up with a price that you feel is fair, that you feel like um, is appropriate enough for like the work that you do, the amount of time that you spend doing it and the fact that you are a creative and people yeah. are paying you for your creations, yeah. for your, your concepts. Ideas. Your idea. Yes. It's that is such a, a valuable service. thing. Preach it's on not today. Just a service. It is not just a service. Yeah. Like all of you is going into this project. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, I sat down one day and I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going to insult myself like this anymore by yeah. just giving out prices just to be doing stuff. No, I'm going to really think about this, really evaluate my capabilities, what I'm bringing to the table. Um, and then, of course, you know, you you become more confident in, in, in the prices that you offer. And so by me doing that, I'm not taking on 50,000 projects anymore. Yeah. You know, I can take on five projects and they, you know, and I'm able to make, meet my quota every month mm -hmm. or whatever. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's been a, and then that, awesome. that shows other people how you value yourself too. Yes. Because how you treat just, yourself is how people come, they come correct or yeah. they, you know, yep. don't come wrong. Yeah. Man, that's a good, that's good. Yep. Um, Number five. Our last thing. Ooh, y'all. And this relates so much to self-care because how you operate financially oftentimes can lead to like your mental health and mm. your stability, your mm -hmm. emotional stability as mm -hmm. well. I've been there. It's it's real. So our last challenge um, of that we have experienced being a creative entrepreneur is um, related to money, how we spend our time um, and energy um you know working but also like is that work met with our ability to pay the bills yeah um yeah and in the beginning it can oftentimes be a real real challenge i know you and i have had very i think different experiences mm -hmm. so my experience was i had a nine to five i was working in nonprofit, so i mean i didn't really make uh it was like an entry-level nonprofit job and i didn't really make that much money and at the time i was like i mean i of course wanted to make more money but I um I guess was okay with it in a sense. Um and I because of that it also made it a lot easier for me to leave my 9 to 5 because I wasn't like working in a corporate setting where I was making guapo and like able to travel the world on guapo. vacations and stuff. I know that's your word. I I know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um but I was like, okay, well I could just leave here and like just hustle at some restaurants and like pay the bills that way yeah. while also building my dream. So I did, like I left with like no savings. I mean, I'm not advocating for those of you listening who are like, I want to be an entrepreneur to like do what I did. I'm just telling you what I did. So I left, um, you know, like didn't have insurance, like <laughs> was um, building Black Girl and Ohm at the time and was very much supported by family. So shout out, mom. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, for real, though, I was really supported by them. And so like I really just started on faith, a lot of faith. And yeah. it is really only this past year, y'all, that I have been able to feel a lot more um, financially secure. I am mm -hmm. by no means where I want to be, by no means. But because I'm still at the point where I put the majority of my income back into yes. know, one of my <laughs> businesses in yeah. one way or another. But, um, but I am at a place where I have freedom, which is great, freedom to dictate my own schedule to travel i can now travel and work in other cities because other cities yeah. have folk who are interested in the work that i do and are down to support me which is fantastic but yeah it's really stressful like literally when i look back 
friends of mine who I've been friends with now for this past three years, I look look back and are always like, Lauren, you were always hustling. Hustling. I was working. Y'all, I was doing I was <laughs> doing I was those. out here. I worked at <laughs> breakfast cafes. I worked at steakhouses. I worked at Argo Tea. Shout out Argo Tea. Anyone came <laughs> oh, and got a little my God. tea latte from me. Um <laughs> and um, That was a very ugly laugh. <laughs> this was all like within the past two years, two and a half, three years. Ooh, Lord. So but it was a means to an end. It was yeah. a means to an end. <laughs> and I'm very grateful that I had that skill set to be able to go and do that. Everyone's laughing in the studio y'all you just went real (laughs) yeah i just got real um because i don't think a lot of people know like i didn't really share like hey y'all check out the black girl online (laughs) publication and then come visit me at like you know 7 p.m for your dinner reservation you know but that's a very real part of my story and Mm -hmm. i'm very glad that i was able to you know and i'm happy you're being transparent about that Mm because people feel like girl i just came out the womb making millions and it's like (laughs) no boo okay to struggle, struggle yeah. bus in this mug. Yeah. But eventually you will get to where you want to go to. Um, something that I did last year, um, my like, so I quit my nine to five. I was an art teacher and I was like, Miss Ivory. That's what they called me. And I, it was a very interesting experience, but I was like, Lord, this ain't for me. I'm ready to get about this bad boy um, and, and do what I know you call, do what I know you called me to do. So I started my little entrepreneur life full time and the coins were not looking right. Like <laughs> some months I was like, OK, you know, I'm I'm doing OK. Um, and then other months I'm like, ooh, you know, like I'm not really bringing in as much as I would like to. And then December 2016, I sat down and I made a list. I was like, this is what I want to make every month. And I was like. Or the Holy Spirit or somebody was like, Dion, how are you going to make these coins? And I was like, it was like, you have to be very strategic about how you want to do this. So I sat down and I thought about the talents and the gifts that I have. And I'm like, how can I find a way to you like monetize all the things that I'm great at? Yeah. And so I was like, um, you know, well, I uh, I can I can do book illustrations. I know that that brings in a lot of money. Um, I can. Uh, I can draw. So that means I can create a logo for somebody, which I know is coin. I'm kind of good at websites, you know, so I just started thinking about all of these things and I started naming my price and I'm like, you know what? Next year I'm going to market myself as a, um, a person who does branding, you know, and then being, being in black girl and home, like being in this position has been such a blessing because before black girl and I wasn't doing graphic design but Mm -hmm. we we don't have a graphic designer so I had to just become that and I had to learn on my own how to do all of these things so I'm so grateful for that because learning all of those trades and skills and all that stuff I was able to offer that to other people and like do that for a living you know um and so like I said I thought about ways I can monetize all of that stuff and then come 20 2017 I literally hit the floor running like I've been <laughs> making my coins the way I wanted to make them um I've been doing everything that I said I was going to do when I wrote that that list or whatever and it's mm-hmm. just been fantastic so really just speaking speaking over yourself um having faith not being afraid to put yourself out there the thing is bro yes, like that's key that's really key. if people don't know what you do they ain't gonna book you yep and it doesn't so, have to be in this big way yeah i feel like some people might look at you and be like girl you have a bunch of instagram followers blah 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 blah. but no it's about just letting people know like verbally letting people around yes you. the people around you should be supporting you yes um, and if not you can make some changes to make that the case um we can definitely talk about that in a future podcast episode too right like the 
supportive community and what that means and looks like. But, um, you know, in the early days with Black Girl Home, like I didn't know people in Chicago. Again, like I was new. I was new. But the people that I did know, word of mouth. Word, word of, of mouth. mouth. And it grows. And if you're interested in like activating something, like you just need to try. You need to try. You need to put yourself out there. You need to explore all the different areas, just like Dion was talking about. Like yeah. she assessed all of her skills and how those skills could translate into actual projects, mm-hmm. services, jobs. Yeah. That's still aligned with who you are and your passion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just think about things that you are naturally good at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then just figure out a way. Okay. How can I let people know that this is what I can yep. do? And we're surrounded by like many success stories. Yes. That relate to this. Like Abina mm-hmm. just started Hana Hana Beauty. Six months ago, not even. I was like, girl, you need to sell your butters. I know. I was like, call it a Abina's butters and call it a day. <laughs> Dion was like, girl, this butter is fly. You know? Yeah. And then she continued to get that feedback from other people. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, thank God she didn't call it Abina's Butters, even though I still think he <laughs> called that. Hana Hana Beauty is launched. It's a beautiful skincare line yes. that's for women of color, all natural, shea butter. Yes, it's gorgeous. Divine. Like, you know, things like that. It's all because she was like, you know what? There's something here. Exactly. There's she had people here. in her ear mm-hmm. letting her know what's up. Yeah. You know? You got to so, start somewhere. Exactly. And don't start something because you want to make money either. That's that's a good, that's yes. That's my yes. personal take on it. You might meet entrepreneurs who would tell you the opposite because I know a lot of people are out here with other ideas. Other but motives. I personally think that if you're starting something that has a... Um, a really deep impact on people's lives. Right. So specifically the, like the wellness realm, I guess, lifestyle, um, beauty realms, like start it because you, you need it for yourself. You know, it'll resonate with other people and that it's like very much like needed and you're trying needed. to fill a void. Yes. yes. And then literally watch what happens because of that. You know, exactly. But don't, don't be like, you know what? I need to make a million dollars. Let first. me uh, go out here and try to scheme folk. Nah, mm-hmm. man, that's not the way you do it. You know, no. the blessings will come, but you have to start out being genuine, you yeah. know, just, uh, yeah. What Lauren said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I feel like we have had an amazing conversation, but you all will have to be the one to let us know that. <laughs> yes, yes, please do. And um, if you want us to talk about this more, we definitely can. Because yes. I know there's a lot of black women who want to go into entrepreneurship and all that stuff. And you need guidance. Yep. Lauren and I are here yes. to help y'all. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yes. Um, you know, please continue to take a moment to go on iTunes or Google Play and like leave a review. Um, it's not just like to let us know like what you like or to like affirm us as people like mm-hmm. we ju- we would do this podcast anyway and like share it with our friends right and, like whatever but it's also so that more women of color around the world can find the podcast the more a podcast is rated the more it has currency within the podcast realm and can be popping up on people's platforms yes so doing that makes a really big difference and we really appreciate it um and then we also just want to hear from you so you can shoot us an email you know dion at black girl gnome lauren at black girl gnome Mm -hmm. you can also tweet us dion ivory not dune (laughs) Dion. (laughs) you would not let me live that down (laughs) d-e-u-n-i-v-o-r-y yes and then lauren ash um actually no hello lauren oh my god lauren ash is someone else so please find me (laughs) hello lauren ash (laughs) but we just really appreciate y'all we appreciate whenever you suggest topics yes those coming exactly um we're here to create for y'all man mm -hmm. let us know yep so thank you so much for listening yes we will talk with y'all soon 
Hey guys, to stay in touch with the Black Girl and Elm community, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl and Elm, Twitter on Black Girl and Elm, and <laughs> Facebook on Black Girl and Elm, and visit our website. I'm not going to say W. Okay, I'm saying it. Never mind. BlackGirlandElm.com. Thanks. And special thank you to Post Loudness, a collective of independent audio shows by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. We are so um, proud to be a part of this community of unique voices in audio. Also, thank you so much to Peter Espenson and Khalid B. They're responsible for all the great music you hear around the show. And uh, to Tenny Odunsi for our amazing podcast coordinator support. Absolutely. And last but not least, our producers, James T. Green, Alex Cox, and Cher Vincent.